All right. Tyler and I are back again for another Well Life episode that's independent of the guest episodes. This is just between the two of us talking about some ways you can improve your overall health and wellness from some the original eight points. Actionable well-being items uh, off our first podcast, our first in-between podcast that we released. This is us going deeper into our sixth point here on conscious mental health prioritization. We are also doing this while we're doing some Friday workout right now. It's the class workout. I'm debating whether I want to hit just an upper body day because uh, an upper body pump is always nice. And that's part of mental prioritization if I so choose it to be or not. But we're going to get through the warm up while we kind of talk through the conscious mental health prioritization. So prioritizing yourself and your mental health first and why you should do it, how you should do it. And yeah, let's get point. started. Good point, right? About movement. We're always looking at a way to be efficient and also get some movement in here. Yep. So first point, why you should prioritize your mental health consciously is it's going to lead to just more conscious living, right? Present living things that you can kind of put into action and do for yourself um, kind of every single day. It can be part of a drawn out plan or it could be part of just you checking in with yourself more often to live a more conscious life, right? Um, we can kind of get ahead of ourselves very often, whether it's with our job, our family, what's happening in the future, finances that we right, might have uh, struggle with or bills coming up, right? But it's how, how do you, I feel like, at least us personally, right, um, should be a big part of life is just consciously being present as often as possible to enjoy the now because that's all you got. You know, you can get deep and woo-woo and spiritual about it, but everything that you have is now, right? And it's how do you execute on what you have now and getting better at doing that is going to kind of put your mind in a better present space to do your job and make your life easier. Yeah. Um, and with that, being able to utilize some prioritization for your mental health will help you decrease kind of the stress that you actually take on in your life. So prioritizing your mental health will help you de-stress overall. Uh, and that's important because if we look at numbers, they actually show that about 55% or more than the majority of Americans experience stress or say that they experience stress, stress in, their, in their daily life. And that that abundance of stress in your life will just add to the possibility of you having high blood pressure, for you having other unhealthy habits, unhealthy uh, issues in your life, which can then just lead to chronic disease, things like cardiac arrest, things like um, Alzheimer's, right? So being able to prioritize your mental health and take some time for yourself and use something that works for you will allow you to de-stress yourself or decrease the stress in your life by actually taking some a step back and seeing what's going on in your life. Yep. I'm in the middle of Turkish get-ups right now, little quarter ones popping into our next, right? Third point is going to be relation with others and the energy that you kind of output around you. So checking in with yourself is major in obviously the aspect of your own management of your own life and your own mental health. But this actually widely influences your interactions with those around you, right? Simple enough, you wake up in the morning, you don't do something, you don't get something done, you feel more stressed, as Tyler said. You can kind of go through that day a little more stressed, anxious, and could lead to you 
right? Using the wrong tone with people around you, being more angry at people around you, or kind of exhibiting that energy, right? It's like, you know, when someone walks into the office or someone walks into the classroom and you could tell their vibes off from one day to the next because the stress they have going on around them or internally affects them, right? So simple enough, the next why, right? Is affecting those around you. Yeah, it's just gonna lead about, to a better balanced life with relationships around you. Yeah, and think about what that does for your, your current relationships, be it partner, kids, relationship prospects. So if you're always in this, this state where you're not giving off good energy, how if you're looking for someone that you wanna be with or you're trying to have a better relationship with your kids or with, with your family, how could you ever do that, right? If you're just in this, this bad mental space. Yeah. So last, from a why standpoint, is actually an increase in productivity if you prioritize your mental health. So if we are taking some time to ensure our mental health is in a good place, that will actually kind of trickle out to everything else you do in your life. Because if mentally I am kind of stuck on in this stressful state, I'm probably not going to be able to get much done for myself from a health standpoint and probably not from a an occupational standpoint uh, and not from a social standpoint mm -hmm. as well. So once I can actually get myself to a place where I am prioritize my mental health, I can kind of make space to be better at other things in my life and allow myself to do things more productively. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that goes back to the first point of being conscious and living presently. When you're living in the moment, you have stuff to get done. All you should be doing is doing that and getting it done. Right. So not letting all the bombarding crap in your mind, hit you and getting ahead of the day or diverting your thoughts and kind of losing track. All right. So going on to the how can you prioritize your mental health better and more consciously, right? Number one is kind of find a modality for you or a daily thought process for you or something every day or every week it could be even once a month to start out. That kind of is something that you enjoy doing or that makes it easier for you to track your mental health. And Put yourself in more of a conscious state, right? Um, so we're going to go through kind of three points after this on specific points, but the how is going to be find something for you. So just find. Do you something. do anything that helps you? Um, personally, I think just trying to recognize when my brain is going off, off tangent a little bit. Um, I think doing a lot of the social media before, uh, you know, I'll give a specific example before. Um, and I still find myself doing, but, but before we kind of fully logged on with our media team, doing a lot of the social media and being on constantly and looking for different things to do and be creative with every day on Instagram, yeah. um, kind of caused me to not so much get distracted, but there was a lot of chances for me to get distracted and just watch random stupid videos on Instagram while I'm on the app, trying to brainstorm content and get things done because I'm all, I was on my phone so often, right? So like, I think now that that's not as much of a burden, it's very easy to just open the Instagram app again on the phone as we probably all have the problem of doing, right? And it could be so distracting and take away from our consciousness. Obviously you can position yourselves to click on the right things that you want to be clicking on, right? If you're interested in cooking or sports or something, those might be things that are feeding you with positive stuff, but it could still take you away from your consciousness. Um, and I think that's probably the biggest thing I've struggled with is just recognizing when those things are happening and my attention's being diverted and pulled so that I can figure out, okay, what do I need to do? Take like the next five, 10 minutes and 
put my phone down, airplane mode, whatever, put it face down and like do it, right? Trying not to answer texts back on off hours or late at night, trying not to do certain pieces of work late at night so I can kind of let my brain get back to where it needs to be and not be on all the time. Um, yeah, so that's huge for me. Any, anything for you? Yeah, I think my, what I use for myself is kind of transitions very well into the next point here. Um, so how can you kind of prioritize your mental health? Second point there is gonna be kind of organizing your thoughts, but also kind of just checking in with yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think I try to do best is I take either a couple minutes for myself on a Friday, almost do like a brain dump on what are the things that are going on in my head? What do I feel like I need? How's my body feel? Mm -hmm. Where are my stressors coming from? Uh, disconnect from, from technology, those kind of things, and kind of just take five, 10 minutes to write those things down or just check in, take some notes on what I need to get done or where do I feel the stress in my life is coming from. Cool. So from that second point, it's really kind of trying to check in with yourself from a mental, physical, kind of a health standpoint, a social standpoint, give yourself five, 10, an hour, however much, however much time you need, mm -hmm. but check in, uh, feel where the stresses are coming from your life and feel how you can create a plan to kind of attack those. Uh, I gotcha. saw this like really good point in a podcast the other day, and I saw it because it was kind of a video format. Uh, and a woman was talking about how a lot of times, first thing in the morning, what we do is we check our phones. Right. Yep, what that yep. does is you end up taking in kind of all this energy and all these other, all these other thoughts from the outside world, as opposed to kind of taking that first couple of minutes when you wake up and just checking in with yourself, kind of saying, happy to be awake, happy to be alive. What does my body feel like? Am I feeling any pain in my back? Am I feeling things in my shoulders? Do I feel like there's something that's giving me stress that I need to accomplish today? Yep. Right. Kind of have that moment with yourself first and then wake up, go about your day, but at least you've checked in with yourself kind of to begin the day. Gotcha. That's, that's, so I like that a lot. This is interesting. I feel like everyone struggles with that because it's the first thing you grab, the phone I'm talking about, right? It's the first thing you grab, first thing you look at, your life is on there, whether it's texts or missed calls, and that's how you communicate, but you easily get looped into a lot of other things when you do that. Um, and it just starts the stress cycle immediately as soon as you wake up, yeah. as opposed to you kind of get, trying to get ahead of it. Yeah, and like quietly bringing yourself kind of... Uh, up to the energy you need for the day instead of just being bombarded by all other things that people are outputting or whatever. Um, I feel like that's valuable. Um, so onto our third how, right, could be something specific as breath work or meditation. Um, so everyone likes to talk about meditation and do specific practices, sit, right, quietly and just close your eyes and do nothing and think of a thought or feel something on your skin. It can be that. But I like to think of meditation as, it could, like meditation could be the breath work that you do. It could be a minute, 30 seconds. It could yeah. be 10 breaths. It could be some moment that you have and you start with to build off of. Um, and I personally do some breath work stuff before bed, like 99% of the nights before I go to bed. Um, and that's 30 pretty fast paced inhale, exhales, deep inhales, deep exhales, and then a, whole, a breath hold for as long as I can and then kind of a 15 second maximal inhale and hold after that. And it kind of shuts my brain off and my mind off and my body off and I feel a little bit more relaxed. I get more oxygen into my body and my lungs. 
And it kind of sets me up to be relaxed and go to sleep and not really focus on anything else but my breath for a couple of minutes. Um, but meditation can be anything, right? Meditation can be going for a walk. It can be doing something on your own. It can be something that, you know, feeds you with happiness, something you enjoy. But I think the most important thing that meditation should be in how you do it is it brings you more conscious to anything that you're doing. Perfect. Right? Because yeah. um, meditate, you can say, oh, I, I meditated today and that was me doing some random thing or playing a game or playing a video game or something and like, yeah, cool, that might be you de-stressing and just hanging out and enjoying time, but that's not necessarily meditating. So I think it doesn't have to be you sitting there quietly in silence for an hour and it doesn't have to be something that's too lively, right? Yeah. Find something for yourself that brings you really present. It could be cooking a recipe for dinner, right? You have to be conscious in cutting the vegetables and following the directions and but you're present. like, yeah, presently doing it and trying not to let your mind divert from anything else, turning your phone away from you and maybe listening to some music and being present in that moment. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think that's a good point because people get steered away from meditation because it seems like oh, something that's very hard and I can't turn my brain off. I can't do these things, but just the act of actually getting into that process of trying to be conscious about where your brain is going is actually just meditation in itself and kind of being able to bring it back. That is the purpose of meditation. Mm -hmm. Last point of kind of how we prioritize mental health and how we can almost get better at that is also adding in some workout, exercise, some movement, right? Exercise movement is known to boost endorphins, right? It's a, a feel good movement. Um, your body enjoys it, releases some of those feel good uh, hormones. Um, so just being able to do that has shown to actually help people that suffer from things like depression, anxiety, just adding some movement and exercise into their life has shown to improve overall, their overall health, overall feelings. Yeah, love that. I know I've seen you try to get some type of movement in, and I think we've spoken about this previously on a podcast a little bit and touched on it, but I've seen you kind of on days when we don't even have time or something, right? If yeah. you're caught, you love getting some type of movement in and just 15 minutes on the rower or the bike or slamming something, moving something, right? And I think that's so overlooked in the mental health industry. And I think people are figuring that out a little bit more now, right? Certain doctors and practitioners, but your body and your mind get moved into a completely different state when you're using every joint, moving everything, blood flow, your heart rate's up, right? You're in a fight or flight response maybe with the workout you're doing and you're just feeling good, right? You're kind of setting yourself up in a feel good state and you have to be present for the most part while you're working out. Sure. Obviously, if you're running or doing something that's kind of long form, you can kind of wander and start thinking about things. But I know for us, we like to strength train and get into something that that's- that mind-muscle connection. Yeah. Right? Just being there. Yeah. As we were talking about things like meditation and just practicing mindfulness. Right? Yeah. You have to- be in tune with your body and the weight that you're moving. Uh, so having that connection is going to give you that, that meditative response as well. Yeah, I think it's also sometimes you have to get work done during your workout. I know personally for us and I'm sure a lot of other people out there feel like they need to send text messages and answer emails, emails and stuff. Yeah. But it can be so helpful if you can figure out how to not do that, even if it's for a half hour workout. Put the phone down and focus on your body, your mind, and slowly, at least I've found, I'll start to forget about what I need to get done, kind of. And it's yeah. kind of, you kind, kind of, of just focus start on to... focus on yourself, focus on the body, the way yeah. it's feeling. 
Totally. At that time. It almost feels good, right? To just connect with your body and that's all you have every day, if you think about it. So it's like get up, move within your skin and just make that a part of your daily routine. I think it's so valuable or even invaluable, right? That's perfect. And I so, think that uh, with that said, we're gonna prioritize our mental and physical health right now, finish our workout. Yep. But we're happy to have you have joined another one of our kind of actionable health and well-being episodes. Like, share the episode as you see it. Uh, and again, let us know if you're using any of these modalities, any of these activities to help increase your overall well-being. Yep. All right, thanks for listening, guys.